Thank you for listening to the Nate Jackson Podcasting Network. What up, beautiful people? It's your boy, Nate Jackson, and this is the Super Funny Comedy Club Podcast. <laughs> I want to introduce you to the co-host of the show. I'm excited. It's Ayano. How's it going? How you doing, Queen? I'm doing good. How about you? Fantastic. And good. to her <laughs> left, the superstar. Hey, it's Joy, guys. Did you miss me? I think every episode they miss me. I think I'm just... I don't know. Right? Not even a favorite, just the spice. You know, you just miss salt and pepper in your food. A little Mm. hot sauce. A little salt, pepper manipulation. Hey, a little manipulation. You know, a little fusion in there. There you go. (laughs) In case you want to know what she's talking about with manipulation, check out episode three of the show where you can find out how Joy thinks the world goes round. I'm pretty sure there's a couple where you drop it. I'm diving in. Diving. Let's go. I'm diving in, man. I saw a video that Dave Chappelle posted where he and a few of his friends went to Kanye West's property to check on him because his ass has lost his marbles again. So, Let's just get into it. Yeah, huh? look. First thing, first and foremost, is you got to be out your mind to make the greatest comic in history. Just do a joke right now. Just give me one right now. <laughs> As if he's Rodney Dangerfield and he has dad jokes ready to go. Kanye, make a beat right now in the middle of this field on this gravel on your farm. In make Wisconsin. Context is everything, right? You don't just right. ask a baseball player to hit a home run and you guys are at church. Like, Dave... Is a consummate professional. There's no question whether or not he has jokes. He's there to check on your mental health. And you want to make, and Kanye's like, let's take a picture. Come on, everyone take a picture. Let's do it. Dave, tell a joke. He's like parents that when your family comes over on Thanksgiving and they're like, do that little dance. Uh And you're just like, (laughs) no, mom, do it. And it's just awkward. You're not even enthusiastic about it. It's yeah. N- the dance yeah, but sucks. a dance is doable. You have the dance ready to go. Like, you're like, all right, I'll hit two woes and a running man. <laughs> you're like, yo, Dave, tell a joke. And if you watch Dave, you like how he puts together and weaves multiple bits into these masterful stories. Dave doesn't just tell jokes anymore. Dave tells experiences. So when you listen to him, you get, you get taken on a little trip somewhere. And so it's absolutely, I just felt like it was outright. Like, I hate being put on the spot like that by yeah. anybody. And it's a sensitive moment. Like, Dave went through his own uh, allegations of being mm-hmm. called crazy, of snapping. And mm. he yeah. came out there like, this is a real thing. And I want you to know, black man, a black man, I support you. You mm-hmm. ha- Like, the world's going to ridicule you. I know what it's like to be misunderstood and mm-hmm. labeled. Mm-hmm. And he's like, okay, yeah, that's great. Tell a joke. Yeah, tell me a joke. That's what you're here for. You're good for telling jokes. I'm pretty sure there's a clip of Dave Chappelle somewhere talking about, like, oh, what was it? I can't. I wish I had it on deck with me right now, but it was basically, like, talking about the same steps that Kanye is going right now where he kind of spirals or, you know, whatever you want to say, has a, has a breakdown. And, like, not just a breakdown, but in the breakdown, like, in the spotlight as a celebrity, as a black man. And um, it's like someone was like, it's like, it's like Dave Chappelle knew, and it's, he knew because he was in the he same shoes. Yeah, 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 definitely. And my issue, I guess, with all of that is um, just you just don't know what someone's going through, right? So it's, for me, it's like the public's the judge and the jury, and they decide, hey, Kanye's having a manic episode, and he's crazy. I don't like to use the, the C word. It's triggering. 
Um, it's a mislabel. Word crazy is triggering? Yes, especially towards women. Like we are, mm-hmm. if we're misunderstood, oh, crazy. we're crazy. Says the same lady who says you go out of character every now and then. <laughs> okay. Oh, man. L- look, my this is my thing. Let me find out. You're legitimately crazy <laughs> um, and you now don't like the word. tires have been slashed. I've never shown up at anyone's house unannounced. Uh-huh. I will say I've done some petty things, but nothing crazy to compromise someone's life ever. Have you considered it? That's really different. No, I just want to know, have you thought about it? Like, have I been in a car without my driver's license, potentially under the influence with multiple friends? Yes, but it's a assumptive risk. If you're hanging out with me, you're down to have a good time, whatever that looks like. That doesn't make me crazy. Tell you something. Anybody that has the two words ready to go, <laughs> assumptive <laughs> risk? I thought we were just talking right now. I didn't know you were referring to other conversations and references. There's no way assumptive risk. She said, yeah, a drunk drive. Right. <laughs> not, not, okay. I didn't have ID. That way no one I'm could ID not, me. Listen. They would I'm know everyone else in the vehicle. not enforcing or endorsing drunk driving. It's a very serious matter. And please, children, if you're going to drink, stay home, get an Uber. This was before Adults Uber. too. Right. Everybody. Yeah. Everybody. And no matter what you do, don't get in the car with some crazy person talking about assumptive risk. Okay. She's saying you assumed the risk wasn't enough that you shouldn't have gotten into the vehicle. Therefore, your life is mine. Okay. Since we're on the verge of crazy people, I thought it was nice to bring up listening to Drea, and we all know her from Basketball Wives, Mm. um, and her comments on the Meg and Tori situation. So I don't know if you guys saw the clip, but basically she's, they're asking like, hey, what's your 90 seconds of what happened? And she was like, I think they had a little Bonnie and Clyde, a little Bobby and Whitney moment. And uh, the Kardashian, the Jenner, Kylie was flirting with Tori and Megan wasn't having it. So she started beating him up. And so he shot her and yeah, it was, or if I was trying to leave, that's what she said. If I was trying to leave, I would want the person that I'm with to check me and be like, no, you're not going nowhere. Pow and foot. Like she wants, she wants someone to love her or like her enough to shoot her is what she said what? on the podcast. And this is where what? that's what, who said Drea from basketball wives. Okay. Oh my God. That's so a hot take. Yeah. Like, how do I know you love me if, if you're not willing to be so passionate that you'll try to hurt me with a gun? To take my life, a, attempted murder. And, you know, Megan commented because Megan's about that life. And she, oh, I didn't know she did. Oh, yeah. She tweeted about it and was just like, you, this is not something to glorify. This is my life. She could have died. She could have died. Was that that tweet from like a week or a couple days ago when she said um, people are making jokes about it? But no, like, this, is, this oh, one was dumb bitch like that. Oh, <laughs> Should it be wow. commenting okay. on stuff that she knows nothing about? Yeah. Mm. And this is my life. Like I could have died. It's not a fucking joke. Right. And shut it down all right. the way. And Drea apologized and she apologized for her bird behavior. But if we're talking about crazy, like, yes, that is crazy. Like if you just glorify domestic violence or a civil dispute. No, that's violent. No, that's crazy. You can be crazy without being violent. No, that's crazy that she wants that is what I'm saying. There's people who are crazy just from being hoarders. I've seen tweets. Couponers. That's not crazy. Yes. There's an obsession. There's a level of obsession that is outside of the realm of what is normal and realistic to be doing. And something can drive you there. So that could be a disorder or a mental illness. You got one of those. I mean, I'm in therapy if we're talking. I'm in therapy. Mm. So that's my whole thing. My whole spiel on Kanye and Kim's comments and everybody's comments is bipolar is manageable with drugs. Mm -hmm. And Kanye does suffer from manic 
episodes and he also has super emo moments like the really high highs yeah. and the super low lows and mm. it sucks because he's in the public eye and so often times like this last time it's just an unfortunate event that he could have not even that he could have that was outside of his control right because when you have a mental illness you can't control it like a normal person right. right and so therapy is one of the things that works with people who are bipolar because they're able to have an emotional outlet to help them better manage uh -huh. their episodes. So oftentimes all they do, all the doctors do is just, hey, here's a, here's a prescription, manage it the best way possible. And yeah. that's not always the best route to Hell do. Hell no, to that's do. not the right route because doctors are just trying to monetize the medicine. Absolutely. It's not health care, it's health cost. That reminds me, one time I went to the doctor for allergies. Mm. It was a couple years ago because we had a really late winter. So, or yeah, really, really late spring. So everything just hit at once. And so I was sitting there, he looked at my medical records, saw that I had anxiety on there, and he goes, have you ever had Xanax? And I was like, uh, like I'm here for something else. Like I'm not, I, I told him I straight up, I was like, I don't want to get into that because, you know, like it's a whole issue. And that was during that peak of like addiction, you know, with mm -hmm, Xans mm -hmm. and all that. And I told him that straight up, I was like, I don't want to do this. Like I'm already on like another medication and it's um, sedative also, but it's like, um, it's hydro hydroxyzine, so it's a little bit different, and you can use it for allergies too. So I was like, it's working for me, like it's fine. And he was just like pushing me for it, and I was like, I was like, no. Nah. And I just walked out and like you know just left and everything. And I, I know some people who like to know what doctor that is, right? Since they're writing just free scripts, right? I don't we remember drug dealer. where it was in. It was in university place, but mm. like he. There you I go, think, people. I think university he left. Place. <laughs> <laughs> he left though. The practice is no longer there. Um, I wonder why. I know. I the malpractice suits you don't ever hear about, and that's the crazy thing is the health grades. Whenever anyone does a health grade, they don't actually put any reasonable things that we should know. They're just like, "Oh my good doctor is great." Yeah, but what you don't fail to mention is that your doctor's got you on thirteen prescriptions and you've gained right. fifty pounds, but you're fine because you're high all the time. So, right. yeah, the big pharma. That's. That's to, to simplify it. It's all big pharma. It's all, you know, profit, basically. And it's crazy, yeah. man. We're talking about some dark stuff right now. <laughs> I know. I'm, <laughs> I'm no going to lighten it up with some <laughs> material by one of my comedian friends of mine. He's actually not a friend of mine, but uh, we dug and found it. And it's actually very funny. It's from Comedy Juice. This is comedian Mike Baldwin going in about going to therapy. Check it out. I'm going to therapy and stuff. People always get weird about that. But it's good for you, you know? Everybody can use it. Because it's not, all right, somebody in therapy. Yeah, I'm not weird. <laughs> See, the guy said it's okay. <laughs> it just helps to have somebody to talk about the weird shit that you think with, you know? You can't talk to your friends about that stuff. You can, but it just doesn't work as well, you know? You're like, I'm just really sad all the time. And they're like, well, just uh, quit being a bitch. <laughs> I'll try that, okay, thanks. I'm glad I have friends. No, I just, I have a weird thing in my brain or whatever. I either do things emotionally or I do things logically. I'm not good at using like a healthy mix of both of those things. So it's negatively affected me a lot my life I'm like I want to have sex with this girl and then I'm like but she's married and I'm like I don't care about that part like I just emotionally want to put my wiener in her 
Or then I'll do the opposite, where I'll like end relationships too soon, and I'm like, ah, we should just break up. And they're like, what? Everything's going great. And I'm like, yeah, but one day it probably won't, so we should just, <laughs> we'll just break up right now. So I do it. It's called DBT. It means dialectical behavioral therapy. It helps you like use both sides of your brain and shit. It works. It's I'm doing slightly better. I'm here. So, but it's weird because they say to not like compare yourselves to the other. I go to group and stuff, and there's like other people in the group, and we have to like talk about the weird things that we did that week or whatever. And I'm just like, yeah, I was at a restaurant with my girlfriend, and I asked for no onions and it had onions and I started crying <laughs> and then somebody else is like oh, I tried to kill myself and I'm like oh yeah so you know pretty much the same <laughs> pretty much I mean we both have problems <laughs> that's what they teach you though to like be healthy about demonstrating your emotions and stuff because like that's what happens is you just let shit build up when you don't talk about it and then you snap for no reason and you're like, I just wanted no onions and I had onions and then I'm crying in front of a waiter and then my girlfriend's mad at me in the car. Like, why would you fucking cry about onions? And I'm like, it's not even about the onions. Like, you need to walk your fucking dog. <laughs> She's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, you don't understand me. Like, <laughs> my mom, huh? This is, here's the thing, like it's, it's a it's a funny joke, right? Like the, what he's talking about is the comparison between different people's levels of what they're experiencing. How do you know? One person's bugging out about one thing, another person's bugging out about another thing, and one person's on the verge of taking their life, and the other person is just sad from three to three fifteen that day. Yeah. There's no, is there a spectrum for definitely right? But the, you can't. Two people standing in the lobby of the DMV talking to each other can't sort out the spectrum between who. Well, who's right. worse? I've seen people have a, a crazy offs just like in the streets, can, like, like literally. Oh, you think to... you crazy, motherfucker? Like I've uh... seen, I've seen the crazy off. You know what I'm saying? Where it's like, it's like, well, let's see who's the craziest motherfucker out of here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Then you got a whole bunch of people that don't even get checked. Yeah. Oh, don't yeah. even get checked. They're so confident. In themselves or so afraid of the healthcare system they don't get checked. I don't mm -hmm. want to say it's just like a cultural thing because I know some I know people of different nationalities that just don't, but hella black people do that too. Right, we play Be about sick, everything. go to the hospital. You ain't the had a physical in seventeen years. They don't go to any type of doctor, whether right. it's a therapist, yeah. a counselor. They don't even talk to their pastors, and it just that's where everybody tells them to go. They're yep. like, go to the church. You need to pray. If you're crazy, you need to talk to God. Now they're sitting up in church, them praying. All of their different voices. Everybody's all the paranoid praying schizophrenia. All They're yep. all talking at once. Yep. Dear Lord, dear Lord. Dear Lord. <laughs> like everybody's just down there confused. All three people talking at one time. And, it, and I'm not trying to make uh, fun of schizophrenia. I'm just saying that ain't where you're supposed to go for your, uh, your healing. Like you should go speak with somebody professionally uh, and get it right. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Right. Which was a Twitter topic where they were asking, like, should your spouse be someone that helps you with oh, your mental health? I saw that this morning. I yeah. Think. And my stance on it is your partner, one, is not an emotional punching bag. Right. Right. And two, we all have emotional capacities in which we can handle certain things. We all have our own set of problems. And what I'm walking around with, sometimes I'm able to carry the weight of other people's issues or just be a listening ear. Mm -hmm. But there are trained professionals that their job every day is to literally help you sort your shit. 
Right. Now, if you have nine different voices, I'm not sure if you're going to need one therapist or nine different therapists, but they're the best ones to tell you if that's what you need. My thing is, you know, the human brain is, is magnificent and can't just anybody come in trying to rewire stuff. Right. Your spouse, frankly, is, is not equipped. Right. They're just there to love you. Just love you, be indifferent about the love and just keep the love just that's unconditional. That is, that's your only job. But are you, unless you are already, uh, you know, you have multiple degrees on the wall or you leave home to go to work and all that, like to go to work and you working with people all day long, that's a lot to unpack for just a regular person who has a nine to five. Or even if you don't, just if that's not your occupation, that's a lot to unpack. Right. Especially if you're dealing with your own stuff too, and then you and gotta like play therapist. Yeah, yeah. And then how are you? How yeah. how are you able to be truly objective and give them the care they need when mm-hmm. when the session's over? That's still your husband, right? right. That's still your wife. And like, then there's oh sorry, go ahead. No, no. That's all I'm saying is how how when does it end? Like right. they can't be all things. No one person can be all yeah. things. You and can't be my spouse plus be my parent plus be my therapist plus be my pastor. You can't. Right. You can't. And and it's unfortunate that a lot of people feel entitled to someone's everything all of the time. Mm-hmm. Like, when do they get to focus on them? When right. do you get to have more self-care, which is one of the things that I definitely wanted to talk about, um, which therapy is a form of self-care. Tell me about self-care. So self-care, to me, this is my self-care. It's anything I do to maintain my mental health, my physical health, anything that I do to keep this going, all of this joy um there's things that i have to do unintended yeah <laughs> the happiness it's like everything that suits my core um there's things i have to do like i have to work um i have to eat gotta breathe gotta sleep mm-hmm. gotta do chores if i want clean clothes gotta wash them but there's things that i want to do that do bring me happiness um my personal self-care right now is gardening so <gasps> yeah i love, oh. <laughs> I love gardening oh it's my gosh. great do you i do so no one knows this but when i was in high school i was a super skipper never went to class and i had an angel for i'll be honest with you i just <laughs> want to say this i want you to still get your your thought off because yes. it's important but i had an inclination of this because when we were talking about <laughs> Uh, college tuition and COVID, you were like, you can't even skip. <laughs> I was like, you how is, yeah, I'm like, how is not going to class but paying tuition? <laughs> and you feel like if I decide not to, I can't get my money. But that's a form of self care, managing your time wisely, knowing mm-hmm. what's for you and what's not for you. Is right. it, does it mean skipping a class so you can get some extra hours of sleep because you've been up? Cramming? I've done that before. I've literally emailed the professor. Or good self care is to just. Make a schedule around your true sleep schedule and not lie to yourself when you're with the registrar. Eh, but not everyone's life is perfect. Some people have to work full-time jobs and take care of kids while they go to college. So there's mm-hmm. that gray area. That's yeah, yeah. true. The, it's, it becomes necessary. I wish our lives were linear and the schedule of picture perfect and I could put everything in a grid and Monday at 2 o'clock I could just take a nap. No, that's not how my life works. Mm-hmm. Now that we've created this new reality that we live in, I have to remind myself that with not being able to go outside and socialize, I still need to maintain some sort of personal joy mm-hmm. in my day. Yes. So right now I have cucumbers. They're growing like crazy. I don't know if I'm going to do like pickles or if I'm just going to have a bunch so of wait, salads. So you, you have a row? 
Yeah. I don't know if you can call that a garden yet. I'm here's I don't I have a single room. I think it three rows. Okay, let me finish. To be a garden. I have the carrots. It? Is that the and okay, I have so you onions. Have multiple things. I do. It's just I'm very proud of the cucumbers. You have onions? I do have onions. They take Ooh. forever to grow. But onion I'm, onions or like green onions? No, or? like onion oh. onions. Yeah. Mm. And just reading about Yum. like all the time and dedication and like temperature fluctuations that they need. Yeah. I'm not like in the best spot for lighting, but I'm very attentive to like Oh, it's water. indoors. So it's outdoors and I have a back patio that's like trumped by trees. So I have to move mm. the plants regularly. It's Obama by trees? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I live in 600 square feet. So if you know how small that is, you know your back patio is two steps and that's pretty much it. And right. It's an apartment? Yeah, I live oh, in an apartment. Okay, okay, yeah, and so yeah. I can't have the, the flower bed on the actual Railing because it's a liability. Right. If it just knocks off and knocks something in the head, they could sue me. And you can't do it. hanging planners? No, you can't do anything. So I have like oh. an, an aisle when it looks like a little bookshelf. Uh-huh. And so each row I have. <gasps> That's yeah, smart. Amazon. So if you like gardening, it is super cheap to me. Um, super easy. You can get all the stuff from your local grocery store. Everything's wow. on sale right now. It's great. So that's my self-care is I'll go out there and I'm very present with my plants. I talk to them. I love on them. Um not in like a super affectionate way, but like I pat the soil and make sure they have talk adequate water. Yeah, talk <laughs> to them. Yeah, yeah. It, helps. it helps. It helps. Like, what do you say? Like, if there was a plant right there. So, my cucumbers, I'm like, you're going to be so big and so delicious. <laughs> and you're going to be someone's pickle someday. And I don't know about too many things in life, but if I could be a pickle, that would probably be great. People love pickles and not just like do. any kind of pickles. Like I grew up on Vietnamese spicy pickles. If you don't like spicy pickles, I don't know if we could really be friends, but oh, I'm going to make good. my own spicy pickles. So I'm just excited about the process and I'm celebrating every day that I go out there and I see them. I didn't even know cucumbers had yellow flowers, but they do. So mm-hmm. that's my little self-care that's cool. spill. Thanks, guys. What are you, you doing for self-care, Ayano? Um, Currently... Well, right now we're doing a right podcast. But oh, I no, no. I'm saying like currently. Like in your life. Like currently in my yes. life? Yes. Past, okay. Um, right now, kind of similar to gardening. I don't have what? the space for gardening because I live in an apartment and we have like, we're on the second floor. So we get sunlight, but it's just like, it's hard. Yeah, it's hard. It's just like not ideal. And plus like, you know, I'm not in a stable position to have something, you know, stable, like a right. garden. Like keeping it alive. Yeah. And like, or like I might move, who knows, whatever. Um, but my grand, or my sorry, my mom has a garden and she has like a couple plots and she has like collard greens. She has some greens that like some Japanese greens. She has uh, green onions, like cucumbers, nice. green beans. Like just like she's been working hard at it for a couple years. So I help her out there or um, just like you know t- pick my own vegetables and even just like picking the vegetables. Therapeutic. It's so, yeah, you're just at peace. Yeah. You just feel wow. like you're one with the earth and what like in the actual fuck, man. I'm serious. <laughs> Nate, what are you doing for self-care? First of all, I understand that gardening is a phenomenal source of self-care and self-therapy and just peace of mind that you're big on. I just didn't put y'all <laughs> in gardens walking around plucking love, cucumbers and making spicy pickles. I love that. Or have you like, over here uh, a bunch of plants too. de-weeding I, a collard green aisle. So r- I'm worse. Row. I'm not even like, because you know people are like, 
plant parents. That's a whole thing. Yeah, um, I have 12. My so boyfriend, I have 12 plants. There is actually a black plant store somewhere in U District. I don't know what the name oh. of it. I was walking past it. U District, it. Seattle. Yes. For those who aren't from here. And I know they're part of the LGBTQ committee oh, as well. Cool. And we were walking past them doing a protest and they were like, yeah, we're black owned. We're college students. Um, I didn't get the name because we were protesting. But yeah. if you have a chance, look them up. It's a plant store a plant owned store. by LGBTQ black people. Wow. Yes. Right. They're, they're intersectional what, what, with it. What is the name of it? I, that's what I'm saying. Did I didn't they, get a chance. Did they play on um, that? Were they like, I, I, I don't know. But either way, like it just reminded me of just how my journey with plants came about um, mm. when I was in high school. And I was skipping. This was the story I had started with. Miss um, Anderson. It's called Rain Grow. Rain Grow? That would be. Yeah. Like maybe rainbow like rainbow. Grow in it. Mm. That's cute. That's rain a cute grow. pun. Right. I like that. I like that. You wow. know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> She's really Googling. We need to find it though. <laughs> so um, I was skipping all the time, failing my science class. And I was in um, plant biology 101. Mm. and I wasn't interested in the class like most kids like it just was boring so I skipped and she uh me and three of my friends got called in for detention for skipping her class for a week straight and she was like here's the thing I know you don't like school but the only way you're gonna pass is if a you drop my course and take an f or b you can join future farmers of America so when I was 16 I joined future farmers of America and Lincoln High School and Wilson High School took first place in we did a couple of science projects, like floral arrangements is actually a science project. We won first place with that. And we won first place with explaining the fermentation of cabbage, a.k.a. kimchi. So we explained that process as well. So I've been Ooh. around plants forever. I worked in a flower shop. If you need some bouquets, I can get you all the way together. I like lays, though. Those are kind of my thing. This is insane. <laughs> You're telling me you were a future farmer of America. Yes. And you do not know how many non-people of color there are. Like, it's literally, they had never seen a brown person ever. You're a future farmer of America. Graduate. <laughs> Award-winning future farmer of America. Yes. They gave us money and everything. It was crazy. This is crazy. You can't judge <laughs> a fine-ass manipulative book by its cover. You can judge me. That is your own right. You but you'll be wrong. You cannot. And you can't judge a fine-ass uh, taken grandbaby's book by its cover either. Ayano's out here weeding aisles of collard greens. I, I, I'm i tripping. Now, I am the one out of all of us. If you know me, ain't no garden self-love. We have eight and a half acres. We garden for real. My dad's an agriculture major. It is not oh, fun. Wow. We have hours and hours and hours outside in that goddamn garden. So what do you do for self-care then? I take a bath. Get out from outside. Take a mm. bath. A grown-ass me. My big ass bathing. That you is my candles. new self-love. No, I don't do all that. I just, you don't do no bubbles? No, I just, get, I just be still. Just be still. I like sitting in a hot tub, being still. I like sitting in a tub, being still. I like... Uh, my new thing right now is Call of Duty Warzone. That doesn't mm. really relax you because you're tense for 20 minutes at a time. <laughs> and hunched over. But it's I'm still fun. Too. And so anything that kind of takes my mind off of what I have as far as my business obligations is what I'm doing for peace of mind. But the garden, not anymore. Maybe if I was like, you know, if I, could, if I was padding 
the fresh soil above a cucumber and speaking to it, and then a, and then a yellow <laughs> flower peeked through and was like, "Hey, mama!" Like maybe I would garden then. Right. But to me, it's more like, boy, if you don't get out there and weed that whole damn aisle, you better you better weed that before I bring this tractor over here and whoop your ass. Like that is my experience with the garden. I actually saw a tweet this morning. This reminds me. Um, someone was talking about so there's like a like a like a aesthetic called cottage core. It's supposed to be like the like aesthetic of having a cottage and owning a farm and these things. And this one person. Well, hold on. Tell me about that after, after the, the break. What up, everybody? It's your girl, Ness. And Mo Better getting Mo Better. And we're Hot Apple Cypher. Yeah. Tune in, subscribe, the podcast. I'm sorry. The podcast. <laughs> You can find us anytime you want to, as long as you subscribe to our podcast, Hot Apple Cypher, on iTunes, Spotify, or Google Play. Make sure you do that. Tell a friend. Moist better? Moist. Oh, man. Did you just use that goddamn word? I told you about that word. What up, everybody? It's your girl, Ness. And moist. Is that okay? And moist. I hate that word. She is delusional. I'm not delusional. You're using that. I hate that word. What up, everybody? This is Mo Better getting Mo Better. And it's your girl, Ness. And we are Hot Apple Cypher. Cut! <laughs> How should I say it? Just say it. Hot Apple Cypher. Hot Apple Cypher. There. Just regular. regular. We're just talking. Hot Apple Cypher. Hot Apple Cypher. Hot Apple Cypher. What up, everybody? It's your girl, Ness. And Mo Better getting Mo Better. And we are Hot Apple Cypher. The podcast. Tune in and subscribe. Find us on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play. We are Hot Apple Cipher. And we're back. You okay, were so, um, so I saw a tweet about um, this, this like person was saying how like cottage core is like kind of the, um, like the romanticization of farming. And like you were saying, you don't find it like peaceful to you at all because you actually live on a farm or you grew up on a farm and it was like a job for you guys and for like other people it's like an aesthetic because it's leisure person, for you right yeah you don't have to do yeah. it all the time and this you don't person, have to rely on that for your entire diet right. yeah and this person was saying like there's people who like can't take care of house plants but they're so like wrapped up in this idea of having like their own farm one day it's voyeurism yeah and like some so this person was saying that it's classist to kind of think about it like that because and they said gardening and like you know like ha like actually taking care of house plants is different but they said like this you know having a farm because it's it's like a livelihood for a lot of people it's what brings them food on the table every day pays their um, bills pays their, yeah pays their bills everything and there's some people this person who commented about it they were saying how they were born into it the same way you were you know with your parents and they just had to do it and so they she was like they were just saying how like when you it's know, survival just, it's yeah it's ghetto is poor but when it's like hey this yeah. is a luxury yeah. it's rich and you're gonna do the opposite of what you have to do for your relaxation mm -hmm. like you guys are like i have plants on my porch a cucumber farmer would throw up if they <laughs> farmed all day outside working on cucumbers and then came inside to pat some more on the patio like that's not leisure right you know what I'm saying? Right. Anyway, so if it if it whatever brings you peace of mind is dope. I want to play this clip by comedian Lily Singh. Um, it's funny. It's about self-care. Now, I'm going to be real with y'all. It has been a long couple of months between shooting two shows a day, updating my YouTube channel, and taking care of a dog. I haven't had a lot of time for self-care, although I do still make time for my emotional support cupcakes. <laughs> <laughs> Self-care is all the rage these days, and everyone you know has self-care tips. 
I hear them from my friends. I see it online. I feel like I need to perform maintenance on myself like I'm a car. <laughs> I guess self-care means I need to hire a guy named Hank to service me once a month. <laughs> and I'm down. I'm down. Everyone has a different definition of self-care. Some people get massages. Some people snuggle up with a good book. I like to cancel plans on my friends last minute <laughs> so I can stay in my PJs and binge watch Storage Wars. <laughs> my therapist says that's selfish, but I'm like, selfish, self-care, potato, potato. <laughs> and I'm all for self-care, but lately, it's getting out of control. You know what I mean? You can use self-care as an excuse for almost anything. Sleeping in late, it's self-care. <laughs> Leaving a party early, self-care. Breaking up with someone you don't find attractive is self-care. <laughs> Basically, anything that used to be considered rude or bad behavior is acceptable if you call it self-care. <laughs> Sorry, self-care. <laughs> Straight up, you could push your nemesis down a flight of stairs and say, look, I needed to do it for myself. <laughs> and your nemesis would nod all broken at the bottom of the stairs and say, you do you. <laughs> Practicing self-care seems like a very modern idea. Like, my great-grandmother was on her feet all day, cooking, cleaning, raising a family. I don't think she had any time to be like, ugh, my pores are so huge. I better go get my colon flush with CBD oil. <laughs> I feel like before, self-care was only for rich people, but now it's for everyone. Like, self-care used to mean starting a 401k when you turn 30. Now it means getting high first thing in the morning because you're sad you ran out of cereal. <laughs> she knows what I'm talking about. You're talking way too loud out here, okay? She's like, this is my biography. <laughs> Lily Singh. Very funny. You guys can check out Lily Singh. She is online. It's L-I-L-L-Y-S-I-N-G-H. Lily Singh. Check her out. And if you wanted to... Uh, know who we had on before. It was Mike Baldwin with a joke about uh, going to therapy on Comedy Juice. I'm not going to take credit for finding those because Joy did. I did. Great job. Thanks. Um, yeah, so uh, tubs. I'm getting in the tub. That's my self-care. <laughs> uh, I also randomly, I don't, know, I don't know if this is going to be something that I do like consistently, but uh, I was looking for some stationery at Safeway. Mm. And like, I just need, like, a couple manila folders. And there was this, like, really dope uh, black and white, like, a lion. Like, the full mane and all these different little spots on its face. And it was, like, the most elaborate coloring book I had ever seen. It was, like, adult coloring book. You should do it. I bought it. And I there bought 24 color pencils. I was like, man, I might have to find some time to do this. And so I actually did... Uh, I did one. It was a, it's a giant, like, goldfish. Like, every scale was a different oh, that's color. Cool. I was like, you got to be high for this. You should bring it in for show and tell. <laughs> yeah, I'm down. Yeah. I'll show it. You guys are going to be like, okay. Yes. We're going to hype you up, boo. That's a form of self. Yeah. Coloring is, like, mad. Like, it's mad peaceful. You're deep yeah. in your right brain. You're thinking of all kind of funny content and stuff because you're you're not working your left brain. You grab the color. You're just filling right. in the spot. Yep. But the, the, the difference is... It's not like coloring uh, when you were a kid and you get to the restaurant early and they give you that little packet <laughs> right. and everybody's got the, the same brands. dog. It's a it's a Dalmatian in a firefighter outfit standing up. Like, not that. This was, like, a for real complicated, like... It had more than 45 different palettes that required... When you, you finish it, it's art. 
like that. That's what each and it's each satisfying when you finish it, too, right? Because you're like, oh wow, yeah, like, you feel accomplished. Yeah. Like yeah. I did this, I yeah. finished something. Because mm-hmm. how many times do you walk through life and you start something and then you have to start another thing and then you can't even remember the list of things that you started that need finishing? Right, four times. That's like all of my personal projects. That, that like, is my whole yeah. life. That's why these cucumbers are important to me to see it all the way right. through. So like and subscribe. We mm-hmm. are on YouTube, guys. We are also on Instagram. What's your Instagram handle? Um, I changed it actually. It's, I know because I couldn't do it last time. <laughs> I made it last time because I didn't think I was just gonna be sharing it like that. And then I was here on the front of the camera, and I was like, "Oh shit!" Like I gotta Let's make this easy. Yeah, for but it's um, Iano.es, and you can find me there. Spell that. Um, A Y A N O dot E S. Gotcha. Mm, it's like Iano in Espanol. <laughs> I didn't even think about it like that. It was actually like my my middle initial, my last name, and I was like, I'm just gonna like make it make a simple. Yeah, make it simple, make it easy. That's what's yeah. up. What's yours, Joy? Well, I've had my Twitter handle for over two decades. It's little underscore beliefs. It's not gonna change. Two decades. Yeah. L I T T or L I L. L I T T L E underscore beliefs. The country in South America. B E L I Z. Wonderful. Mine is at Mr. Nate Jackson or the superfunnycomedyclub.com. And the podcast is live for video. You can go on our YouTube, a super funny comedy club, or you can listen to the podcast anywhere you get your podcast. We're on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, all of that. So hit us up everywhere. It is okay to be the biggest fan of the show. Yes. Or me or Ayano or Nate, if you love one of us or all of us, or just cucumbers and pickles (laughs) and self care and therapy and Kanye, just love all of our shit. So and like ask it. some questions, yeah. like submit some stuff. Just ask, DM us. Ask whatever you want to ask. Comment. You know? Maybe engage. not everything, but. Yeah, we want to hear from you guys, too. Y'all can ask. And also, if you want to sponsor the show or be one of the commercials that are on the show, you need to reach out. It's info at superfunnycomedyclub.com. Y'all be cool now. Peace. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Nate Jackson Podcasting Network.